Did you know improving your communication can double your net worth? Just because it's not your title doesn't mean you're not in sales. You are. Lloyd Day created and has taught this communication training for 30 plus years. Macy McNeely, Lloyd's daughter, and Catherine Schubert, a founding student, were struggling entrepreneurs who, after going under his wing and seeing their businesses quadruple, knew that this was the missing piece for so many others. That's how the Guide Culture Training started and has taught over 500 students in just two short years. Sales is guiding people into a decision that is best for them. Guide Culture is not sales training, it's life training. We are a group of completely bought-in sales professionals who persuade for good. Here are your hosts, Macy, Loy, and Catherine. Hey, Guide Culture fam, Macy McNeely here. Uh, I had an experience recently, and I kind of talked about it on Instagram stories um, a couple weeks ago, and, you know, people really seemed to like it and kind of messaged me about it and talked to me about it, and, you know, the beauty of Instagram stories is that it's just in the moment, you're in your feels, you just share along the way. The not so great thing about Instagram stories is that it only lasts for 24 hours. So uh, I'm going to talk about it here today and I've kind of fleshed out a little more thoughts um, than I did uh, when I talked about it on Instagram. And the experience kind of came from, can you guess, a workout. I have a lot of workout thoughts. If you follow me on Instagram, you know, I will post my workout thoughts occasionally. Um, I learned a long time ago how powerful movement is for your brain and I mean I don't know any you know high level CEOs that are or just high level people that aren't exercising semi-regularly everything is connected so it's just really really important that you get some sort of movement in to get the juices going for your for your creativity and your thoughts and your leadership it really is all connected and uh, I have a bike a Peloton bike and it's pretty new to us, actually. I've had the Peloton app where you can just pull up workouts on your phone or kind of pull up a run on a treadmill, and you can go on any treadmill and do the runs, which I really loved. But you can't really get on a bike and watch a bike video. I guess you could. It's just it's not the same, right? So anyway, I have a bike, and with having a bike, you are introduced to all these brand new instructors, right? It's honestly like it reminds me of like Ramsey personalities. If you know Dave Ramsey, you know, he has a company called Ramsey solutions, but he has all these people that are called Ramsey personalities that honestly have like their own brand. So the first person that comes to mind is Christy Wright. She has a whole event called business boutique and she talks to small business owners and she has something called, I think it's like business boutique Academy where she, anyway, she has her own personal brand, but she is a Ramsey personality. And that really reminds me of Peloton where all these people, they really have their own personal brand. They have like their own following. They have their own vibe. They have their own things going on on the side, uh, but they are Peloton instructors. So when we first got the bike, I um, like the first ride that was recommended to me was from Cody. Now, if you are a Peloton rider, you probably know who Cody is. If you're not, I'm about to explain who he is. And the best way I can describe him is uh, he's a hoot. He's just a hoot. He's funny. 
He just kind of like says whatever is on his mind. A lot of times he's not really talking about the workout itself. He's talking about like life experiences. He's cracking jokes. He's making comments about the songs or the artists of the songs and the memories he has of them. He talks about his mom a lot, which is kind of funny the way he talks about his mom. Um, And he just really distracts you from what's going on and just makes you laugh the whole time, which is great. There's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, right? And, And sometimes it's super needed depending on kind of where you're at in your life. Another thing about me, in case you didn't know, I am incredibly loyal. And once I find something, I like cannot let it go. Like I will like just be married to my hairdresser for the rest of my life because I just am loyal like that, right? Uh, And so once I find somebody, I'm I'm not about to shop around. If I like something, I end up staying. So I have been riding with Cody for a while. Um, and I'll probably ride about once or twice a week, do weights other times. Um, and my husband, he will ride the bike and he's been talking about this girl named Hannah. He said, I really like her because she's an Olympic athlete and she really like teaches like an athlete. And I just kind of was like, oh, that's cool. So one day Austin had just finished a ride. It was a Hannah 45 minute hit in hills, hit in hills. And he said, Macy, if you, if you want a good one, you know, do this Hannah 45 minute hit in hills. And I just kind of put that in the back of my head. And I went one morning uh, to get on the bike and I just wanted something more. Now, typically a 45 minute workout on doing weights is, is great. No big deal. It's pretty typical kind of flies by 45 minutes on a bike in one place. It's a little bit harder for me to get through that. And I typically don't enjoy it. So I typically don't do it. But for whatever reason that morning, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go find this ride. I'm going to go find the 45 minute Hannah Hidden Hills. And I searched Hannah and sure enough, it was like the first one that popped up. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I started and immediately, immediately before she even said what cadence and what resistance, immediately the vibe was different. She opened up with saying something like this. This is going to be very challenging. She said, even I'm a little bit nervous myself right now, but here's what I know. And I know this sounds crazy. I know it's counterintuitive. I know it might not make sense, but when you give it your all and you leave it all out on the bike, it's so much more fun and it's so much more enjoyable. Just give it all you've got and see how you feel. And then we started and it was just like the the focus of what was about to happen. I know Kat has talked about uh, in a podcast episode, like what it means to really anticipate the struggle, just like knowing that something is going to be hard and just anticipating it. That's good. That's healthy versus, you know, hey, I'm just going to like avoid how hard this is going to be just anticipating it and leaning in. And she really helped me do that. And the rest of the ride, she talked about the ride and she talked about, hey, here's what's about to come you can do this, give it all you've got, you know, you are limitless, uh, you know, just like very, very encouraging and very, very intentional. And what I noticed throughout the ride, I kind of would check in with myself a little bit and I just felt myself like feeling so different versus all the other rides I had done. I felt so different with the previous rides. I had been distracted and honestly chosen to be distracted and tried to be distracted versus this intentional ride of being so focused and really just going all in. I I felt so different. Like the 45 minutes, it flew by. I was pouring sweat. I was breathing heavy. I was trembling and I 
loved it so much more than the ones when I was distracted. When I when I was doing the other rides, I found myself like now that I'm kind of out of it and I'm reflecting, like I would just halfway do them. I was halfway giving it what I had. And I think it's because I just wanted to check it off the list. Like I know exercise is important for me. I know it makes me a better business person. I know it makes me a better leader. I know it makes me more creative. So I I have to do it. There's really no, it's honestly like part of the job is how I, I view it. And so it just became something that I just needed to check off just check off the list just to say it was done. And once I experienced not being distracted, once I experienced really giving it my all, I really started to reflect and just be like, man, are there, are there other areas that I am trying to be distracted in? Are there other areas I'm going through the motion just to check it off, just to say that it's done, just so I can move on to the next thing? And I would just want to ask you to reflect on your life Maybe it is working out for you. Maybe it's, you know, time with your kid during the witching hour. (laughs) I have a story about that in just a second. Maybe it's, you know, the laundry. Maybe it's some uh, reading or personal development. You just need to like halfway do it just to get it done and just to say you've done it. Do you find yourself looking for distractions so it goes by quicker? I was, um, when I talked about this on my Instagram stories, someone messaged me and said that she realized she's unfortunately going through a divorce and uh, she's of course having a hard time with it. And she kind of talked about the paperwork that goes with getting a divorce. And uh, she's finding herself just honestly drinking wine just to avoid and to honestly like halfway do the paperwork. And it's, um, it's taking much longer and it's not really getting done well. This can be applied to so many things. I was thinking about my um, five-month-old, uh, Rush is his name, and he has these couple hours at night. Okay, they are, they are intense. <laughs> and he just is a little fussy. He just needs to get some energy out before he sleeps good at night. We do moms on call and uh, they talk about that. They talk about the fussy hours at night and really they're just getting energy out and it's super normal. My mom jokes and says that there's witching hours all throughout uh, you know, high school and even into adulthood, which I totally agree. But there are definitely times, and I think when I would reflect on just the the moments that I I am looking to be distracted, I think about this this particular time every day. He's fussy. I'm just trying to get through it. I'm trying to get to bath time. I'm trying to like you know get the house sort of picked up so that when he's down I can get in bed and I just want to get through it honestly is how it feels sometimes I just kind of hold him and bounce him and you know maybe watch tv or check my phone and just you know give him a passy give him you know just to get to the next 30 minute chunk of this kind of season and it's fine and there and you know there are nights and there are days that are just super long and you might not have it in you to do what you need to do uh to you know make that time enjoyable and that's okay but this task I guess if you want to call it that this period this couple of hours like I can't get out of it I can't just pass him off. I can't just like leave the house and just say, hey, I'll be back when it's bath time, right? So instead of trying to get out of it, like what would happen if you just got into it? What would happen if I just gave it my all for the couple of hours and just try to make it enjoyable? And so when I uh, kind of had this realization, I was like, okay, this next 
night i'm gonna just get into it and like just get on my hands and knees and sing silly songs and stand on my head if i need to or make him laugh and he loves it when i shake my hair in a bun and just shake my hair until my brain feels like mush like what if i just got into it and when i did that what i found is that he and i had some like really special moments together he's probably of course not going to remember these moments but i am and the time went by faster and he was happy like he wasn't fussing he was loving the attention and the energy that was being given to him maybe it's it's that you're listening to this and you're thinking about you know a piece of work that you need to work on or a part of your work that you need to do and like maybe it's just a to-do list that is just building and it's building of little tiny tasks that you know can be done in a second but something about it you just like don't want to deal with it because it's just continuously building up and you're feeling stress around it and the more stress you feel the more you like end up avoiding it and you end up scrolling because you just don't want to face it head on you don't want to get into it you want to distract yourself from the list and honestly when you get in this cycle the more you scroll then the more you consume and then the least likely you want to create and then you start possibly feeling insecure and then you start doubting yourself and you start questioning like what am I even doing am I even is my work even like worth it all these people are doing something similar or something better it seems like and then you just start feeling terrible about yourself it's this toxic cycle and it all starts with just like trying to be distracted from what you know needs to be done but what if you just got into it what if you just got into the list and you just said hey I'm gonna set a timer for 30 minutes and I'm gonna play a game I'm gonna get in the game I'm gonna play to win and give it my all and then it becomes fun and you're actually like doing the tasks really well which is building your confidence which is making you like keep promises to yourself and prove to yourself that hey I do what I say I'm gonna do I follow through with what I say I'm gonna follow through with sometimes I'll be on TikTok you know trying to trying to just stay cool over here fam trying to just you know do what the kids are doing and I'll occasionally come on these like corporate people TikToks and they're all working from home so they're making TikToks working from home and the energy of the TikTok is like I hate my job right I my life goal is to make it look like I'm working but I'm actually not working Like what they'll do is they'll show how like they will be, I don't know, doing something and then they'll go move their mouse to make it look like they're still on or they'll they'll like get out of the shower just to move their mouse to make it look like they're still active on their work work site or whatever and that's funny you know I'm sure tons of people are doing that honestly I I want to shake them by the shoulders and just say you're like really missing it you're missing the point because it is so much more exhausting pretending to be busy pretending to look like you're productive pretending that you are uh on than actually just being on than actually just moving the needle than actually just being productive it is exhausting pretending and it gives you so much energy when you actually move forward i mean you and i both know this like i know that if there are dishes in the in the sink and i'm laying on the couch it is the hardest thing to get out of the couch but once i just do one dish like you start to get in momentum you're like man you know what maybe i'll should i'll like fold some laundry and you know what let me just actually organize this while i'm putting this away actually while i'm putting it putting this away let me just clean out this drawer and just refold it you just get into this momentum and then you just 
have more and more energy. Like one thing you do overflows to the next, overflows to the next, overflows to the next. And it's like, this is universal. This is not just one person feels this way or a few people have a special gift that makes this feel this way or makes them feel this way about their task. This is how we were created to be productive and to feel energized from being productive, to create things, to move the needle and to feel confident and good about ourselves because that is happening. So the saying that kind of comes with this theme is if you cannot get out of it, get into it. If you cannot get out of it, get into it. If you can't get out of your work, just get into it. Play, get in the game of life. Play to win. Honestly, a lot of this, like when, as I'm talking, it reminds me of the psychology of winning, That the book that we talk about all the time. I highly recommend. Please read it at least once a year. And just just like adapt this mentality of a winner because it's something that you can adapt you're not born with it you don't have it or you don't you adopt it and you just become the winner so if you can't get out of it get into it i'm going to be tattooing that on my brain and i'm preaching to myself over here because there are plenty things that i want to get out of but i can't so i'm going to get in, get into it give it my all uh, which will eventually give you energy build your confidence and honestly, just improve the overall quality of your life. If you are listening to this episode and you're like, I like want to get into it. I don't even know what I need to get into. I don't even know how to set up my life to where I could get into it. We have a training called Needle Movers and it is a four-part training and it's the whole person approach to moving the needle. We really believe you have one life. You don't have a work life. You don't have a personal life. You don't have a home life. You have one life and really being able to craft your life in harmony of all these different pieces is so, so, so important. And Needle Movers is going to give you the tools to be able to know how to get into it. I think you might possibly be listening to me and you hear it and you're like, yeah, I hear you and I get it and I feel what you're saying, but like, I still don't know how. I don't, I don't see the tangible how to do that because you don't get my life. And you're right, I don't. I have no idea what's going on in your life. What I can tell you is that Needle Movers is full of foundational, unchanging principles that will overflow into whatever it is going in your life. So head to guideculture.co. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please let us know. Send us a message on Instagram. Tag us. You can take a screenshot of the episode and let us know what you're doing while you're listening to it and tag us. We want to cheer you on and say thanks so much for listening. We will see you next time on the Guide Culture Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope this episode encouraged you in your journey. Come join us over at the Winner's Circle Facebook group of online entrepreneurs who are winning the game of life. The link is down in the show notes. We'll see you there.